I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. So there was a movie that was released recently, and around our house, it seems like we can't get enough of this film. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. it. It's Pixar's Soul. It has Jamie Foxx in it, Tina Fey. I've seen it twice, and uh, and I watched it again with Liam. I remember the second time I watched it, he goes, you watch his soul again? I go, yeah, I'm watching it. Uh, and then he said, well, let's watch it. We'll watch it. So I watched it with him. It's probably the most ambitious animated film I've, I've seen. I, I've been wanting to talk about it because, you know, it, it kind of fits for this time. I mean, in, in a time where we have been asked to stay in our homes, in, in a year in which so many bodies have been ravaged with COVID-19 and in which so many souls have been lost as the death tolls have been treated like weather reports, you, you can do a lot worse things. Uh, than sitting back and just for two hours or so watch a movie that attempts to put a laugh as to what it is to be alive, what it means when you die, and what goes on, you know, what may go on. It's, it's just an idea, right? It's 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 just one more way of looking at death and one more way of looking at life. I mean, the movie itself is perhaps somewhat slight, even its rather weighty subject matter. And the answers it gives are, are pretty simplistic, but, 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 but. There's this underlying theme that I noticed, and that is, maybe I got this, and probably nobody else does. I haven't seen anybody else talk about this, but I, I think this this film actually subtly shows or demonstrates to us that life is somewhat of a simulation, and that the afterlife is too, and that many souls have a pre-life where they go through simulations to find their spark or their ambition. It's a requirement before they go back and reinsert themselves into earth. Now it's it's as if you, you know, choose what character you want to play. I mean, this is it, it's the idea of a huge simulation and what character you're going to play. And the game is earth life. The game is one big Sims game. Earth is Sims pretty much, right? Now, before the recent troubles that we've experienced in the last year, that is during the previous troubles and the troubles before that and the troubles there was always this popular discussion that was playing off the belief among some tech bigwigs and others that are, you know, that, that basically have opened their minds to the idea. And that is that our universe is actually the workings of an elaborate computer program. Reality had become so bizarre, and the joke was that it must be the product of some glitchy software, right? The existential discussion always has given way to dimensional superposition where ghosts are not only proof of life after death, but a simultaneous existence in another dimension. Then there's the quantum immortality theory, which, by the way, is one of my favorite theories about what happens when we die. It's all a quantum question where we exist in quantum consciousness that basically experiences rebirth in different dimensions and possibly different universes. Now, Liam and I had this discussion about, you know, dying in a universe and having several other universes replicate that universe and starting a new timeline or, or whatever. I mean, you know, whatever you do, whether it's deja vu or having a dream or whatever, it's all about timeline branches. And each time you're in that timeline branch, but you don't realize you're in that time. It's just really mind boggling. And it's, it's funny that I can have conversations 
with my 14-year-old stepson about this because he thinks about this stuff too. He thinks about we – ha- we have this conversation about the mind and he's saying that, you know, I can't feel your pain unless I try to empathize with you. Isn't that odd that humans don't feel the pain of others until they imp- empathize and fall in love with them or they love them? He said, like, for example, he says, I don't know what kind of pain you're going through, he says to me. I says, yeah, my knees hurt every day. He goes, okay, well, I don't know that. If I knew that, he says, maybe I'd feel the pain too if I was empathizing or feeling. And, and I go, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's getting a little deep here, you know, kiddo. You don't, you don't get too deep. Go and play your video game, okay? But no, it's it's existential discussions like these are, you know, I think important. But that's the thing is that there's quantum ways of thinking, and as I said, you know, during the pandemic, it's it's less of a dark-humored nerdism, more of a redundant thing to talk about, especially when you're, you're thinking about those around you who have passed away. I mean, we lost, we lost my wife's mother last year. And, you know, Liam went through that. Liam also went through the passing of my father, spoke at my father's funeral because he was so moved to do so. Um, but here we are in the apocalypse. And with the possible rapture aside, it may be that the whole simulation theory is a product of science wishing to somehow mingle with religion. And I think in a technocracy, you're going to be seeing a lot of that. And that's why I think aliens are the topic right now, too. I mean, life on other planets and, uh, you know, whether or not they're fallen angels. I mean, when does fallen angels fall into the category of aliens? When, when people mix religion with it. And, and it's sometimes I think it's not wise to do that. It's like I always say, you know, whenever I'd go to ghost conferences and I'd speak to the people who are ghost hunters, I'd say, you know, guys, you need to understand that ghost hunting is not a substitute for spirituality. It may be something you do because it, it, it confirms for you that the spirit world exists or that God may be out there counting the spirits and he's allowing certain spirits to get through and talk with you either, you know, through a, a radio that goes or, you know, or, or maybe a Ouija board or something. I don't know what you use. But see, that's the thing is that this is a normal thing, right? It's a normal thing when we see this gravitation toward a new normal and we're gravitating toward this technocracy because in these long, drawn-out lockdowns that we're in right now, many people are spending more time watching TV. They're spending more time on the Internet. And so this has developed, I think, an obsession with stories about simulated realities I mean, and, and these series appeal to the anxieties about technology, but 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 it, it also d- digs into a deeper fear. I think I mean, we we are suddenly thinking more often about our future. We seem to be thinking more often about the end of the world, or maybe the end of us, or death. I mean, that's what it is: death. It, the end of the world is all about your death or the death of many people. And so you, you have to understand that, you know, this life after death concern also reaches into many other things like, are there ghosts? Can I talk with the dead? Can I have someone talk to the dead for me? Is my loved one okay? And then, of course, like I said, back to the other forms of life. Is there life out there? Am I destined to be out there too in the universe living some other life? All of these stories, all of this is at the core of the basic I don't know if I want to call it mythology, but it's it's the basic story about where did we come from, why are we here, and what is our future? What 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 is it that we're going to be doing after we die? And and will we know what we do after we die? 
I think one of the um, one of the more important TV shows or series that I think should be watched by every Ground Zero listener should be Black Mirror. And the reason why is because they deal. It's like if the Twilight Zone was about our digital future, if the Twilight Zone was about our digital lives and our digital death and our digital afterlife, um, that would be Black Mirror. Okay, Black Mirror always, always has one or more um, series, I guess, that tell that basically tell us all uh, or speak of the digitized consciousness. And a lot of the concepts that you find are these concepts that are basic, like Plato's Cave or uh, The Matrix. Uh, you remember the uh, the Matrix, uh, the movies, The Matrix, the Wachowskis. Of course, Philip K. Dick, who we've talked about a lot on this program. I mean, this was the basis for a lot of my favorite episodes. There's uh, San Junipero, which one of my it's my all time favorite Black Mirror episode was San Junipero. Junipero. And if you haven't seen it, it's basically about a software-generated afterlife. Uh, San Junipero, I believe, is a very hopeful and beautiful love story of how in the future we we may have the option of continuing the simulation of this life in a computer-generated afterlife. Some may say it's cynical because it has no real ties to the spiritual affair of life, death, God, and judgment, but it removes the horror of the unknown and guarantees that you will have what you most loved about in this life, in the afterlife. It is virtual reality, literally, that empowers the elderly. It empowers the old, and it gives them a way to cope with the loss of leaving behind those they love. I mean, I've always had an interest in, you know, I think Star Trek did that with the Moriarty, I don't know, remember the Moriarty's, uh, what was the Moriarty episode? where Moriarty steps out of the holodeck and thinks that he's a living being. And he's not, but they give him a simulation so that he thinks that he's constantly living on the holodeck. And so it's the same possibility as that maybe heaven is in a computer chip plugged into a computer, and all this is a simulation. And where do these weird ideas come from? You know, how is it these, uh, you know, science fiction writers, I mean, even Neil deGrasse Tyson actually thinks that perhaps we're living in a simulation. Philip K. Dick talked about whether or not we lived in a simulation. And he did that back in 1977. So, you know, after watching Soul and, of course, Black Mirror and several other several other episodes of... I think there was another uh, TV show I watched a long time ago called Uploads, which is another show that deals with the idea that you can digitize yourself and live in an afterlife that's already... It's kind of like living in a, you know, Airbnb or some sort of nice place to live after you die. Anyway, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're living in grounds. Oh, you're actually listening to Ground Zero. You're living in a simulation. I was going to say, maybe. (laughs) 503-225-0860. We'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.